0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Thursday Night Live. If you're listening to this on the podcast, then you are getting a rebroadcast of our Thursday Night Live on Instagram and on the YouTube. I'm going to give everybody a minute or two to kind of trickle on in because we have a lot to break down today. We have a Margaret Joseph's lawsuit. We have a Dr. Jen Armstrong from Real Housewives of Orange County lawsuit. And then we have an update on the Jen Shaw case, and we're going to break it all down. Yes, throw them hips, girl. What's going on, everybody? Okay, so much to break down tonight, um, and we're going to get into the legal of it all because a lot of lawsuits have come out, um, and I want to break down whether or not these are like legit lawsuits or they're total BS lawsuits because I feel like after going through all of the details, thank you, thirty seven uh, Chrissy37G, for the first badge on Instagram. Guys, please drop those badges. I really appreciate them. Um, these Instagram Lives and the podcast, like none of it's sponsored, so I'm giving you all of this. I'm giving you all of me for free. Um, So if you want to drop a super chat on YouTube or a badge on Instagram, I would be eternally, eternally grateful. For those of you that keep talking shit about my hair, I'm getting it bleached tomorrow on Friday, so I will be in a bleach chair for about seven hours so you can finally give me a frickin' break. Too legit, too legit, too legit, or bullshit. Yes, Um, that's what we're going to break down tonight. The Jennifer Armstrong lawsuits, the Margaret Joseph's lawsuit, and the Jen Shaw stuff. We'll get into all of it. So with with that being said, though, also, if you guys have gotten your tickets for L.A., Nashville, or or New York City, as you know, me and Adam Newell from Up and Adam Live are going to be going on tour together. It's our Spilling Tea Live tour. You can get your tickets at spillingtealive.com. I believe L.A. and Nashville VIP tickets have sold out, but we have a few Uh, general admission tickets left for both shows. So if you want to come, I suggest you get your tickets ASAP because we're likely going to be fully sold out by the end of the month. We also have more VIP tickets that were just added to our New York show. So that one's happening on April 28th. So there you go. Love you guys. I can't wait. We, Adam and I, can't wait to see you guys in April. April 7th at The Bourbon Room in Hollywood, April 13th at City Winery in Nashville, and then April 28th at City Winery in New York City. Lots of fun plans. If you guys have gotten your tickets, be sure to like post, tag me and Adam. We'll repost. We'll give you guys shout outs. Yay. Ansley got her VIP tickets. Look at there you go. Ansley is coming to Nashville and she got her VIP tickets on Instagram. Ansley killing it, girl. All right. Let's break it all down. If you guys have gotten tickets and you want a little shout out tonight, I will give you a shout out on the lives. But you have to have bought your tickets. Like I said, be sure to post and all that good stuff. Okay. So let's start with, why don't we start with Dr. Jen? Cause that one's like the most, the, the many pieces. Ooh, gossip in a glass, got her VIP tickets to LA. Yes. Gossip in a glass. Love it. Get it, get it, get it, girl. Get it, get it, get it. Tones got his ticket to Nashville. Yes. I love it guys. I can't wait to see you all. Okay. Dr. Jen Armstrong from Real Housewives of Orange County as we know, um God, do have on my nose? Sorry. As we know, she's currently in her relationship issues with Ryan, who his name was Ryan and then he changed his name to Ryan and why a grown man would change his name to at all like I don't know. Ooh, Sharman Char- BB got her VIP tickets to NYC. Yes. Sharman can't wait to see you in NYC, love. Okay. So, Dr. Jen, as we know, is having or currently on the show is having marital issues with Ryan. Um, Noella kind of got all up in the business, and it's like, "Girl, take a seat," even though she was already sitting down. But whatever, take a seat, take a take a back seat, okay, not a front seat, but a back seat, and like, chill, you're going through your own divorce. Like, God, <sighs> Ryan's hot, though, you guys. Katie, Ryan, Ryan, what do I have to do? I have to fucking call him Ryan, because Ryan just sounds a lot more. Normal, whatever. Anyway, so with Dr. Jen, a lawsuit was filed against her in December of 2021 from a former patient of hers known as Terry Litzgau. Terry Litzkow is suing Dr. Jen. She used to be a patient of Dr. Jen's. So Terry had seen Dr. Jen for about four years, and Terry wanted a thread lift. So for anybody that's unfamiliar with a thread lift, basically they get like these little threads that like dissolve into your face. They're strung through. So it's kind of like a non-surgical facelift. Um, so the threads are put under the skin and they kind of just pull up your skin and they're supposed to like help uh, produce more collagen. And I don't know there. It's it's basically a non-surgical facelift, even though like you're still kind of putting needles through. So is it it's kind of little surgical, but whatever. She wanted that done. And in the lawsuit, she's now claiming that Dr. Jen hired a man by the name of Dr. Wu Lee to do the procedure to do the facial thread lift and terry claims that she was having some pain from one of the threads i believe she said that it felt like one of the threads was poking her i haven't heard that before um usually the threads are really thin and from what i know of the procedure again i'm not a doctor i don't promote this hi lisa h welcome in the live chat my love hi coffee buzz hi Gigi. from what i know of the procedure There isn't a lot of pain, and it's not a very complicated procedure. Like, it's a very simple process, and you don't really feel anything. She's claiming that she was having a little bit of pain, so she came to Dr. Jen. She came back to Dr. Jen, and she's like, yo, Dr. Jen, I feel this uncomfort in my face. And Dr. Jen was like, oh, it's okay, cool. We'll fix that up for you real quick. So she's now suing for $250,000, so a quarter of a million dollars. She is suing Dr. Jen for emotional distress. Not for—I don't believe that she's suing her for, like, any of the money for the procedure, but she's suing Dr. Jen specifically for emotional distress and anxiety and for, like, the pain and agony that she had to go through while having to deal with this whole ordeal. So she's also claiming that Dr. Jen knowingly hired—I want to call him Dr. Lee, but he's not a doctor because he doesn't have his medical license anymore and he's not allowed to practice— medicine um but so back in 2016 Lee was investigated and found guilty of healthcare fraud. He was basically upcoding to get medica to get more money out of Medicare patients that had Medicare. So he was performing unnecessary procedures on these patients so that he can upcode and basically get more money from Medicare. And I mean it's not anything new. It's something that we've heard dentists and doctors and plastic surgeons have been doing this forever. So He there was a federal investigation. He was part of that federal investigation, which kicked off in 2016. Come to 2019, he voluntarily surrendered his license and has been prohibited from practicing medicine. So that's as of 2019. Now, this Terry woman is claiming that Dr. Jen hired, uh, I keep, wanting him to, I keep wanting to call him Dr. Lee, but he's technically not a doctor anymore now that he no longer has his license to practice. But claiming that she hired, I guess, Mr. Lee, Mr. Donald Wu Lee, um, to do the threading and to operate on her when she claims that Dr. Jen willingly knew that he didn't have a medical license which is strange. He was also found guilty of repackaging and reusing catheters. So that was also part of the reason he gave up his license. It wasn't just the upcoding with Medicaid. He was also found guilty of I mean I don't know how you repackage a catheter that sounds gross like if a catheter is like what people pee into when they can't pee so what he was like sterilizing them and then repackaging them and be like oh look come into my office oh here we go I'm going to open this bag that I just repackaged in the back closet that you didn't know about like that's weird and also gross like who wants to use a used catheter that's disgusting thank you next um So anyway, that's what was going on with him. Like I said, he surrendered his license in 2019, was no longer practicing law. He's now speaking out in support of Dr. Jen with this new lawsuit from her former client or former patient, Terry. He claims that he never operated on any of Dr. Jen's patients and that his only connection with Dr. Jen or his main connection with operations was he trained Dr. Jen on how to do the thread lifts. So he's not able to practice law anymore obviously we know he relinquished his license in 2019 so he's claiming he didn't work on any of her patients he only worked on dr jen and it was to help train her as to how to do the lifts and he's claiming that she's the one that performed the lifts for her patients which contradicts what terry is saying by saying that doctor or not doctor but mr lee was the one that performed this procedure without a medical license so it sounds a little fishy, but it's also like a he said, she said situation. He claims he was never hired to do any procedures on any of her patients. He also claims that he gave her thread lifts and Botox, but that was more of like him doing this on her for her. So not, I mean, I guess I would assume it would be like more of like a, a, a friend that used to, that has experience doing this operating on another friend it still doesn't sound the most ethical but i mean it's like if i had a friend that used to perform these procedures that used to be a botox injector and maybe no longer has a license to inject botox they still know how to inject botox and that's what he's claiming he's like i gave her botox even though i technically no longer have a license i still know how to inject botox she's a friend of mine so i injected her with botox and gave her some and taught her how to do threads The the I guess training her could be like twisted as like oh well he was a consult he was a training consultant and he was showing her how to do this because he's not able to practice on patients so he's technically not I don't know I don't know the legalities of what you're allowed to do when you no longer have a medical license It sounds very messy, and I would imagine it's challenging, but he claims that he did thread lifts and he did inject Botox into her. I would assume as more I'd still take the Botox. I mean, he's a trained physician. He knows how to inject Botox. I would imagine he wasn't charging people to inject them with Botox because he legally can't do that anymore because he no longer has a legal license, but I'm sure Dr. Jen was cool with it. I don't know. I don't know, Dr. Jen. Um he did, however, also claim that he provided her with medical equipment such as threads that she would use in her practice, but that was all run through his company, which is global vein management. now, without your medical license, you are still able to run like you know a manufacturer company, you are still able to run a retailing company, so if he was selling her the threads that's technically i mean i wouldn't think that that's illegal i'm not a lawyer i'm not a judge don't you know quote me on that but i would assume you would still be able like I would be able to sell that without a medical license I can go and buy threads that people can use and as long as it was you know up to par then or up to you know FDA standards I would be able to sell that as long as I had a legitimate business and had all the you know went through all the proper channels to be able to sell threads and whatnot so he's claiming he provided medical equipment but that was run through his company so he's claiming that that was also pretty kosher because I don't believe his company is under investigation for any of that we just know he has a history of reusing and repackaging catheters, which is really fucking gross. Um, So that's the issue with Terry, the former client that or the former patient that's suing Dr. Jen. She's also suing Mr. Lee directly for, I guess, this procedure that he's claiming that he never did. He's claiming Dr. Jen did the procedure. But then it's interesting that she's not suing Dr. Jen for the procedure. She's suing Dr. Jen for emotional distress because she's claiming that Dr. Jen knowingly sent her to a physician that doesn't have a medical license, which is weird. If you don't have your license, regardless if you know what you're doing, I wouldn't deal with you. There's a reason why they took it away. Be smart people, as told by tons. Um, Yes. Yes. But also they didn't take his medical license away. They investigated him. They found out that he was doing some shady dealing. So he voluntarily gave up his Medical license. Now that is very similar to Tom Girardi, who gave up his license to practice law, but it was because he was under conservatorship. So, yes, no, it depends on how you look at it. It depends on like how you decide to tilt your head and squint your eyes to look at the situation. Now that's ongoing. That is where it currently stands. I Can't wait to meet you in Nashville, handsome. Ah, thank you, Georgia, Carolina. I like you spelled it differently. J O R J A, Georgia, Carolina. Thanks, Boo. Hi, MG. Hi, Marissa Grady. Hi, Lisa H. Welcome on in, guys. Thank you for coming in. Love chatting with you guys in the live chat. Like I said, the super chats are on on YouTube, the badges are on on. Instagram. Thank you, Josie19211 for the three badges. I appreciate my love. Thank you, Strother6996 for the two badges. Thank you, BB for the two badges. Wow. Charmin and Chrissy both dropped badges tonight and are both coming to the live shows. Love it. Love you guys. Can't wait to meet all of you. Mwah. Hi, Haley Stevens5. Love you too, my love. Hi, Kim Struck in Boston. Hopefully the weather's nice. Hi, Whit. With love. Okay, so that's what's going on with Dr. Jen, Mr. Lee, and her former patient. Now, she is additionally, according to Radar Online, Dr. Jen is also suing one of her former employees. The employee is Sylvia Natal. I believe that's how you spell it, N-U-T-T-A-L-L. I know you guys hate me when I mispronounce things. Sorry um, that I am not a perfect human being. How do you do badges? Um, You can, there should be an icon at the bottom. I believe it's a little heart. If you're watching this on Instagram, there's a little heart at the bottom of the screen, or maybe it appears on the side of the screen, but there is a little heart that you can press and then send a badge, which I'm very grateful for, and I will give you a shout out because I am so grateful for it. So Dr. Jen is suing Sylvia separately aside from the Lee stuff. And she's suing for defamation, invasion of privacy, breach of contract, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Everybody these days has fucking emotional distress. I don't, <laughs> I'm don't. i just kidding. You know what? Next time somebody wants to come for me in the comments, I'm going to sue you for emotional distress. You want to talk shit about my hair? I'm going to sue you for emotional distress. Or what? or what? Thank you, Annie Zohar, for the $5 super chat. I'm going to highlight that on the screen. Look at that. Love you, my dear. Thank you. Appreciate you. You guys know I'm so grateful when you support me. So... That's a lot. Defamation, um, invasion of privacy, breach of contract, infliction of emotional distress. So Dr. Jen is claiming that Sylvia made false reports about her to regulatory agencies and licensing boards, including the California medical board, alleging that she engages in unprofessional conduct, including using unlawful filler and working under the influence of drugs resulting in the California medical board investigating these false allegations. So Basically, she's saying Sylvia was spitting dirt on my name, went and reported me to all these licensing boards and regulatory agencies making false claims about me. Some of those claims. Now, I'm sure some of you guys have heard the rumors about Dr. Jen using unlawful or non-FDA approved filler. I'm not sure. I believe it was filler and Botox. But so... Now, here's where unlawful filler is an interestingly loose term. So it's basically, I believe it's uh, Korean filler is what she was using, or Korean Botox is what she was using. So it was product that wasn't U.S. produced. It was produced in another country. And because it was produced in another country, it wasn't FDA approved. Now... You can walk into any GNC and half of the vitamins and products on or at Target in the vitamin aisle, most of those products say not FDA approved. So something not being FDA approved is also kind of murky water. Um, I would imagine if it's filler being used in Korea or Botox being used in Korea, that it's still... Of quality. It's just not something that the FDA has regulated necessarily, but it doesn't necessarily make it dangerous. Just as if I were to go and buy a diet pill at a drugstore that's not FDA approved, that doesn't necessarily make it dangerous. It just makes it not regulated with the FDA. That doesn't make it right, but these are some of the allegations that were made by this former employee, Sylvia, against Dr. Jen, which is why she's suing her for defamation. Don't call me unlawful, said the filler. I mean, listen, it's the details are what's a little, you know, make it kind of murky. But like I said, the rumor is that she was using non-FDA approved Botox and filler. And the claims were that she was behind on some of her bills. I believe one of the like uh, Allegren, I believe, is like the, the the manufacturer or the the one that the company that produces Botox Um Apparently, like she would order through them and or the claims were that she was apparently ordering through them and not paying her bills. And so they stopped supplying to her because she wasn't paying her bills. These were the these are the allegations and the rumors against her or about her is that she wasn't paying those bills. And therefore, she had to use Korean Botox because the other Botox and filler suppliers wouldn't weren't able to provide to her anymore. These are just allegations made against a former employee, which Dr. Jen is denying, and saying that they are false, and these are, you know, false reports that were sent into these regulatory agencies, and it's really just an attempt to get her to lose her license because this is a bitter former employee. I also heard that Dr. Jen, I don't know if this is true, but this is another rumor in the rumor mails, that Dr. Jen had this employee, Sylvia, arrested for holding one of the laptops that Dr. Dr. Jen claims belongs to her office and not to Sylvia. It's messy. This is another she said, she said. Um, So... I don't know. It's, I don't know who to believe essentially. Um, I did receive all of the documents about the case. I haven't gone through all of them yet. I do plan to go through all of them. So if you guys are interested in this case further, I'm happy to dive deeper into it. But as of right now, Dr. Jen hasn't been convicted of anything. She hasn't been charged with anything. She hasn't lost her medical license. So as of right now, she's still a practicing physician. Um, I don't know I mean I think innocent until proven guilty, obviously it sounds like this defamation case with the employee just it sounds a little bitter um not entirely sure I've seen she's not even a dermatologist. Does she claim to be a dermatologist? I thought she she's like a, a cosmetic MD I didn't know she was a dermatologist but tis what it is and that's where we're at right now. We need to know more about this. Okay, I see on Facebook and or sorry, on Instagram and on YouTube, people want me to dive deeper Then I will go through the medical documents. But I mean, as of right now, it seems like so the patient, the first patient, Terry, that's suing her for claiming that she sent her to Mr. Lee. That's not that's no longer a physician. Mr. Lee's denying that he ever operated on her. He's saying Dr. Jen operated on her. Again, you also have to realize like now that Dr. Jen is a housewife, now that she's on television, that makes her more of a target and it makes people more inclined to want to sue her because they believe that she has money. So when these lawsuits come up, am I shocked by them? No. Do I think that they're? legit not always we saw this earlier in real houses of orange county this season with uh terry dr terry dubrow and heather dubrow and nicole that was a former patient that was suing her she says that she was being pressured that um her attorney at the time pressured her to sue uh, Dr. Dubrow, and she didn't want to sue Dr. Dubrow. So, I mean, a lot of the time, these are cash grabs or they're attention grabs, which will be the next case that we get into, I think is more of an attention grab. So, as of right now, what I. So, Dr. Jen has two cases. There's also a case with one of her former boyfriends that's also kind of messy. Uh, that's what lawsuits are lawsuits are messy, and a lot of the times they're personal, and there's a vendetta, and there's a a cash grab Mr. Lee versus Dr. Lee I know my choice (laughs) I mean yeah he's technically not Dr. Lee anymore but is Nicole still on OC no Nicole was only a friend of and I don't believe she's on any upcoming episodes I believe her time on OC is done so so the first lawsuit would with Mr. Lee it doesn't from what I've seen it doesn't seem like there's enough evidence that dr jen did anything wrong and again she's only suing dr jen for emotional distress so in that case i may want to say that that's bullshit because it seems like this woman's face turned out fine it seems like there isn't much of a long-term issue she's just mad that she or she, it looks like she saw a loophole where she was able to take advantage of the situation for the second one, Dr. Jen is suing the employee. I mean, if the employee is maliciously trying to get her to lose her license and the allegations truly are false, then I think that that is a legit lawsuit, a legit defamation lawsuit, and that she's entitled to sue this employee. If the employee turns out to be right and Dr. Jen is wrong in this case, then you know that changes things. But as of right now, both of them are still open and ongoing. Okay, now this next one comes out of Real Housewives of New Jersey, and it's about Margaret Josephs, and it's a mortgage settlement lawsuit. So Margaret is being sued for an eight uh, $180,000 settlement regarding a foreclosure of a home that she owned in Englewood, New Jersey. She was sued, her and her husband, Joe Benigno, Benigno, Beling- oh, sorry, I don't mean to botch his name. I honestly, off the top of my head, don't remember um, the correct pronunciation pronunciation of his last name, but I do love me some Marge, and I love them as a couple, and I love Jersey this season. Um, but so her and Joe were slapped with the lawsuit on February ninth of twenty twenty two. So it was this year. So it was literally what not even two weeks ago, that this lawsuit was filed by plaintiffs Charles and Camille Ardito, and it's regarding a foreclosure and a mortgage loan on a second home that Margaret and Joe had. I don't believe they have this home anymore, but they bought two houses around the same time. One of them they currently still live in. This was a second home that was foreclosed. So in April 2021, which was last year, they reached a settlement agreement with this couple So the couple went and tried to sue them. Um, Margaret and Joe settled, and they came up with a settlement agreement of $280,000. That's a little more than a quarter of a million. But so Margaret and Joe agreed to pay this couple 280 grand. The initial payment, so the payment system was set up as the initial payment would be paid at $25,000 to start. So at, this, at the time of signing, they were to make a payment of $25,000 to this couple. And then Margaret and Joe would have to pay $35,000 every 90 days between July 2021 and October 2022. So between last July and October of this upcoming of this year coming up, they had to pay off. Um, they had to pay thirty five thousand every ninety days as part of their settlement agreement. The final payment would be of forty five thousand dollars, and that would not be due until January of twenty twenty three. So to recap, they agreed to pay all of this money in April twenty twenty one, but they have until January twenty twenty three to pay off this debt. Now, they made their first payment, the initial $25,000 payment, and then they have been making their additional payments um, every 90 days. Their last payment was due on January 14th, which was only a month ago. It was last month. Now, the allegation is that they only paid $5,000 of the $35,000 that was owed for that month for the, or for that payment period. They were supposed to pay $35,000 last month. They've only paid five so far, and so they were a little behind on their payments, but again, they have until January of next year to fully pay this off, so it's not terrible that they were a little behind on their payment from last month. So the Arditos, which is the couple that are suing them, are suing for the full remaining amount, which is, so they owe a total of 180 left. Obviously, they've made the initial payments, but now they still have a balance of 180,000 that is due to this couple. The couple's like, you were behind on your payment last month, so now we want you to give us all the money up front now, which is stupid. Um, I think that this lawsuit is total bullshit because- They were only three weeks behind on the payment by the time like the payment was due January 14th. And then by February 9th, you've already filed a lawsuit and you think it's grounds to get the entire amount. Like the settlement isn't due in full until January of 2023. We still have 11 months for them to pay off this settlement that they've already agreed to pay and that they've already made payments on. Now, if they had skipped more than one payment, that would be different. If they skipped the January 14th payment altogether, that would also be different because it would mean that, you know, they're not good for their money, but they've already paid 5000 I don't know why they didn't pay the remaining 30000 Maybe they were trying to work out a payment deal. Who knows? But three weeks, I don't think is long enough to file an entire lawsuit. I don't even know if that, like, that's definitely not standard. I don't know if there's any, like, real legit legal standing for that, Um And based off of Margaret's book, which we have been recapping. Oh, I didn't even put the wine in here to do a little plug. But based off of Margaret's book, which we just finished recapping in our Bravo Book Club every Tuesday, she's not shy to getting sued. She says that it's kind of just it comes with the territory of having a business. It comes with the territory of being a public figure. People see cash grabs. You know, they see opportunities for them to kind of lean in. But it's like, come on if i was making payments and i was a little behind on payment but i made like a good faith payment of 5000 of the 35000 that was owed that's not necessarily wrong i don't think that there's any grounds for them to be suing them i'm actually team margin joe in this case i think the Arditos saw that real housewives of new jersey was starting up again saw that they would be relevant in the press again thought that this was a, would be an opportunity for them to gain some exposure and you know possibly gain some additional cash or gain their full um settlement up front. Sorry, Lisa H in, on, in the YouTube live chat is telling me that I need to take a breath. So, <sighs> you know what, Lisa H, I will take a breath and I'll take a drink of water. <sighs> um, Could someone please help me? I need to know how to attach my payment method so I can do badges. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you, Jesse. I appreciate you wanting to drop a badge. Um, Oh, SMD, GC says you can use Apple Pay. I don't know if you have Apple Pay set up or even if you have an iPhone, but I, I appreciate that, Jesse. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you so much to SMGC32 for the three badges. Appreciate you, my love. Thank you to Otfall for the three badges. I love it. Oh my God, is this your baby in your profile picture? Because your baby looks adorable and I just want to pinch those cheeks. So adorable. Um, that is a lot of information to digest. Yes. The Dr. Jen lawsuit or the Margaret Joseph's lawsuit. Hi, Diane Shepard in Australia. How are you, my dear? Hope you're doing well. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Um, okay. I took a breath, Lisa. Are you happy with me now? Any questions, thoughts, feedback about those two lawsuit cases before we get into the Jen Shaw stuff? Because with Jen Shaw, She's a hot fucking mess. Oh, yeah, yeah. All of it. Yeah, I agree. All of it is very wild. Um. Okay. Well, let's dive into the Jen Shaw of it then. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Okay. Now with Jen Shaw. Hi, Zach from Brissy, Australia. Hi, Caroline Gladys from Brissy, Australia. I love how I have so many Australian Supporters. I love the Aussies question for anybody. Cause there are a lot of people that come from Australia. How did you guys find me? Is it through Jacques podcast through unpopular? Cause I know, I mean, he's obviously in Australia. So do you think suing Margaret want to get on the show? i um, not paid by anyone. Um, do I think that they're suing Margaret to get on the show? I don't think so because they're, they waited until the show premiered. Um, So it's likely that they wanted press. They wanted to utilize Margaret for press or to just drag her reputation and maybe they were just being salty. I don't believe that they're trying to use it to get on the show because if that were the case, then they would have sued her while they were filming the show, not while the show is airing. Because if they're doing it while the show is airing, then it's going to play out behind the scenes. If they do it while the show is in production, then there's a good chance it would likely be brought up on camera by one of the other women or something in some way. Let's talk. Hey, Zach from Melbourne, Australia. Oh, my God. So many Aussies in the house tonight. Love it. K. Roberts, 1978. Ansley, what do you think about Brock's uh, custody child support? He paid all of that off. If you guys didn't catch the interview with Sheena and Brock, then I suggest you check that out. He says that he he claims that that's finally been paid off and it was settled last week. Yes, it was settled last week. So. There we go. There's always next season. Yes, but I believe that the lawsuit will likely be settled, resolved, or whatever by the time they go into production for next season of Real Housewives in New Jersey. So it's highly unlikely that this will even make the show. Um, okay, let's talk Jen Shah. So Jen Shaw has her, her court hearing coming up next month in March. If it doesn't get pushed back from what Emily D. Baker has said, it very likely that it might get postponed again just because of all the restrictions. Is Dr. Jen going... Oh, is Jen... Oh, you have to specify where we're talking about Jen Shaw, where they're talking about Dr. Jen Armstrong. She totally paid. Who totally paid? Um... Is Jen going to prison? Um, I mean, if you ask legal analysts and legal experts, they would say it's highly likely that Jen Shaw is going to prison. I know Jen Shaw doesn't like when people say that. Um, and she gets very upset when people say that she's going to prison. And she's like, I'm innocent and you don't, and I'm a martyr and nail me to the cross because I'm like Jesus. That's like, calm down. Okay. Maybe we go back to Mary Crosby's church and pray a little harder. Or else Mary, I mean, this could be Mary sending Jesus after her after all. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. So she has her court hearing next month. If it doesn't get pushed back, Jen Shaw has, uh, her legal team has filed to not have the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City footage be used in her fraud trial because they're claiming that it's highly curated and edited to satisfy audiences for entertainment value, and that it's not an actual portrayal of reality. They claim, and this is a direct quote from them, there is no circumstance under which a clip of Jen Shaw from her appearance on the railhouses of Salt Lake City should be used in court, as these clips do not have any of the indicia of reliability. Indicia. Sorry, I didn't read that ahead of time. Um, So basically, they're saying that none of the footage is relevant, which I don't know if that's true. I mean, they can try to get the unedited footage. They, But even, I think even the footage that has aired is still relevant because you see her working with Stu. So if her claim is that she doesn't work with... I mean, if anything, this little, you know attempt to not to have the footage concealed is a greater argument for the feds to then be like, okay, well, if you don't want us to use the edited versions, then we're definitely going to come after and subpoena the unedited uh, tapes. Obviously, we know that they did that with Erica Jane. So I would assume that it's possible that they're going to go after the unaired footage, because at that point, that hasn't had been that hasn't been edited, that hasn't been doctored in any way. So I would assume that would be the next move for them to make. But Jen Shaw doesn't want the footage to air. I don't believe that this will stick in court. Now, we know that additionally, uh, we know that Stuart Smith, her assistant, who she's now claiming she didn't really work with, has changed his plea from not guilty to guilty. So when he was originally arrested, he said that he was not guilty. It looked like him and Jen Shaw were going to be, you know, riding through this together. He has since recently changed his plea too guilty. And now another co-defendant in the case has also done the same thing. His name is Cameron Brewster. He's also changing his plea to guilty as well. This means, according to Ronald Richards, you know, I always like to take his information with a grain of salt. But in this case, he's, you know, got a theory that I happen to agree with. Um, Ron is claiming that Jen will be the only one going to trial as everybody has now likely decided to cooperate with the feds. They're likely going to be providing evidence that will lock her up. Is Jen guilty? It doesn't look good for her. I will say that. It does not look good for her, but she is continuing to maintain her innocence. Is it possible that all these other people knew about this and were doing this? Because someone in my DMs was like, well, it's possible that she was just hiring all these people and she didn't know that they were all shady and they were all doing this behind her back. I'm like, that's... Very naive of you to think, um, because when you really get into it, like the she was like she changed from like standard text messages to like encrypted messages. Um, There was money shuffling around to different seemingly looking like shell companies. So it didn't I mean, and the feds are claiming Jen Shaw was the mastermind behind, behind all of this. And there's been a nine year investigation. So it doesn't look good for her. I will say that. I'm not gonna make any bold statements to say, she's going to prison. anything could happen, but it doesn't look good for her. I'll say that so that's where we're at, guys. That is where we are at. Any closing thoughts, feelings, questions, vibes before we wrap up tonight's live. I'm having dinner with my brother tonight, so I do have to wrap up a little earlier and we won't be maybe we'll do a quick after party um until I hear from him what the plan is, but yeah. She didn't know 11 people were running a full-on pyramid scheme committing fraud. Under her, yeah. um, That's where it's like it doesn't look good. I agree with you, Laura Marquez. It doesn't look good for her. Um, That's why, again, I think it, people that are like, I think she's in a, completely innocent are a little naive. If I'm arrested, I want you on my legal team, please. <laughs> Couch sipping. Um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sorry, guys. How do I attach my Apple card? Um, Jesse, I believe you have to attach your Apple Pay, which is the wallet. And I actually don't know. I've never sent a badge, unfortunately. Um, so I'm, or, I'm not entirely sure how. I Or actually, I don't. I think my bank account's already linked to my Instagram or my wallet's already linked to my Instagram. So if I wanted to send a badge, that's already set up. I'm not sure how to do it new. I'm pretty sure a quick Google, sh- Google search could help find that, though. But I mean, it's totally fine if you're not able to. Or if... Anybody wants to Venmo, my Venmo is at Just Plain Zach. I appreciate that as well. Not asking for it, just saying, if you want to, I appreciate it. And I love you guys. All right, any closing thoughts about Dr. Jen, about Margaret, about Jen Shaw? It doesn't look good for Jen Shaw, so I'm going to say the case against her is pretty legit. The Margaret Joseph lawsuit, I'm going to say is total bullshit. And then the two, the first... Lawsuit against Dr. Jen for emotional distress. I'm going to say as of right now, that looks like bullshit. But the case against her former employee, that does seem a bit legit. So we'll see how all of this plays out. Again, everybody's innocent until proven guilty. I, If anything, though, I would say the one that's the biggest BS case in all of this is the Margaret Joseph's mortgage loan settlement lawsuit. I think that one is total bogus. And I think... It's really just a a grab for attention. Like, I think the first thing to do when somebody's behind on a payment is to call them and be like, hey, what's going on? Can we how, how can we remedy this payment? I don't believe the first thing you do is immediately file a lawsuit when it hasn't even been four weeks. It's been three weeks and the lawsuit's already been filed. You don't file a lawsuit overnight. So it seems like they were already like, boom, getting that set in motion, which to me appears to be a little premeditated. That's all I got for you. Um, I do want to share, though, that Adam and I are making two big announcements about our tour next week. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet to Spilling Tea Live, um, you're going to want to go to Spilling Tea Live this weekend and get your tickets because we are almost sold out. I believe there are a few. We added more VIP tickets to New York, so there are a few of those left Um Nashville, I believe, is sold out of VIP, and I know LA for a fact is sold out out of VIP. We actually oversold those by accident, um, so some people got lucky with the LA show. <laughs> Few of you um, got a little lucky with that. So, I would highly suggest if you haven't gotten your tickets yet and you do plan to come on come to one of the shows, you go and get your tickets this weekend. A-S-A-P at spillingteelive.com. The shows are a lot of fun. We'll be announcing some of our headliners on our live stream on YouTube on Wednesday morning, and then we will be announcing some of our New York friends. So as you know, we announced some of our LA friends. We announced that Jolene Lenzer, comedian and podcaster Jolene Lenzer is going to be at the show. Jeff Epstein is going to be at the show who you may know of on Instagram. He has a hilarious Instagram and a podcast called Manic Podcast. Ryan Bailey is going to be at our show in LA. He's the host of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Love and adore him. Steve from Faces by Bravo is also going to be in the shows. So we announced those four special guests. We'll be announcing um, some of our headliners next but our our New York friends the the friends that'll be the other bravo like podcasters and pals that'll be in the show we're going to announce those on Monday and then on Wednesday's when we start announcing our headliners so get ready get your tickets asap cuz they're selling out fast billingtealive.com. And if you guys haven't done so yet, stock up on some no-filter wine. It's perfect for the weekend. It's 14% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. So you should get Liddy City, but you shouldn't be too hungover the next day. I got lucky for LA. Good for you, Sean Noel. Oh my God, I wish I could attend these three shows. I'm so excited for you. Aw, Teresa West. Well, I wish you could attend too. I'm sorry that you can't. Love you anyway. It's going to be fun. So whoever is coming get ready it's going to be a party. Jeff was truly manic on Wednesday's live. I know tones, I know. It was a hot mess express. Um so luckily he won't be driving during the show. He'll be seated in the Road Rage won't come out. But yeah, if who else bought tickets, let me give you a quick shout out as we wrap this up. I mean everybody seems to be dipping out of the live now because we've <laughs> wrapped all the tea, but um but yeah, Thank you guys for joining tonight's live. If you want to keep up with me, uh, you can follow me at just plain Zach. That's my personal account. I do a lot of like more lifestyle stuff behind the scenes, like uh, conversations or like uh, commentary about my neighbors that live across the street, which is always really fun. You can follow me at just plain Zach, follow the podcast at no filter with Zach on Instagram. If you want to join on the live on Instagram, that's always fun. So you can join that at no filter with Zach. Or if you guys want to pop off from, the podcast or Instagram onto YouTube. You can follow and subscribe at youtube.com slash just Can your international followers watch somehow stay tuned. Kay Roberts, we're working on that. Um, yes, Ansley, we will do a quick after party. I mean, maybe if we get three more badges to close this out, that would be really fun. We're at seven badges. If we can get three more badges to bring us up to 10 badges for the night, that would be amazing. Um, what do you do for a living, Zach? This is what I do for a living, my love. I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster and I have a wine line and I have a merch line. Um, this is what I do for a living. This is my full-time job. Um, I've worked very hard. I've been doing it for seven years. And so I'm very grateful to be at a place where this is my full-time job. Um, okay. Thank you guys for listening. Love you. Appreciate you on the podcast. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a five-star review. We have finally broken five star or five hundred reviews, which I'm so grateful for. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys. Um, I appreciate you. So love you. I mean it. And I will talk to you on Monday. Who do I have on the podcast Monday? I think Anthony Lario is gonna be on the podcast on Monday, breaking down the news with me. And then next Wednesday I have an interview with Alexia from Real Housewives of Miami that'll be airing. We had a really great conversation, probably one of my favorite interviews in a while. Um Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Alexia from Real Houses in Miami is going to be on on next Wednesday. This upcoming Monday, I'll have Anthony Lario from the Shit Show Podcast. Also hilarious on Instagram. So stay tuned. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye.